Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. It's the Jim Fannin Show. We've come to take your mind. It's the Jim Fannin Show. We've come to take your mind. Am I still on? Oh my god, what's going on here? We've we got a loop from... To <laughs> your mind. Am I still on? Oh my god, what's going on here? We've we got a loop from... Oh my god. <laughs> here oh we go. What's going on here? <laughs> so Jim Fannin Show, it's John Lively. I got a wicked echo going on here. I'm not sure exactly what's going on. We're going to troubleshoot it while we're live. Welcome aboard. <laughs> we might have to start and stop this again. Jim Fannin Show, it's John Lively. I got a wicked echo going on oh here. Oh my god, sure exactly this is horrible. We'll shoot it. live. Welcome aboard. Jeez. We might have to what? start and stop this again. Jim Fannin Show, it's John Lively. I got a what? What got wicked echo going on oh here. Oh my god, sure exactly this is horrible. We'll shoot it. we're live. Oh my god, John. Stick with me, bro. Hang on. Got Zoom. What is this? This is this is freaky. I don't know what's going on here. Why? Um. <laughs> this is not the way I wanted to start the show, dude. Uh, I don't know what's going on here. Why, um, all right. Well, I'm gonna have to stop this, and <laughs> yeah. we'll just we'll just go back this right is back to it. That's the way again. I wanted to start the show. The fancy intro, the geeky, complete. I was, that's totally sci-fi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of gay, but all right, we're live. It seems to be, anyways. Welcome aboard, my brother. How the hell are you? It's been a while of chasing you down. I know it's you're a busy man, and so I appreciate the time. John Lively's my guest. Uh, thanks for sticking through through the uh, abortion. That was the last uh, fa- <laughs> false start. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, just uh, tell us all about, take as much time as you need. I'll put you full screen and go wipe the sweat off. <laughs> take as long as you need to tell us all about, like, who you are and where you started out and how the hell did you get to this place, man? Like, this is a weird weird space to be in right now if you i don't know i kind of you know i consider you some form of activist did you ever think you'd come to this place and how'd you get how'd you get here bro (laughs) i still don't think i'm an activist i think i'm just like a normal person yeah me too Uh, (laughs) right i don't know i uh uh, yeah, my story is not a long one. I don't know if you want me to just break into it. Yeah, but. no, bust right into it. Take take as long as you need because you know it's like I told you: more of you and less of me is a better. T- I can do a monologue anytime, so take as much time as you want. 
Right. All right. Well, I've, uh, this summer I've been on this earth for about 42 years. Nice. And, uh, born and raised in Timmins, Ontario. Um, I have a uh, brother, older brother by a year and, uh, two older sisters. And, uh, my parents are still here in Timmins and, uh, one of my sisters and my brother, uh, still live here and, uh, very close with them. And, uh, I'm blessed that they're all on the same page as I am. Not as loud as I am. I've always had a, a bit of a, uh, big mouth when, when it comes to expressing my thoughts and, um, if I don't see something right, um, I just feel obligated to say it, right? So, but uh, a little bit more about my biography, I guess. I, you know, like I said, born and raised in Timmins and, and went away to school and met my wife down in uh, Guelph. She was in Waterloo uh, going to Laurier. All right. And, uh, and we met at a birthday party. I found out she was from Lively, Ontario. And, uh, and uh, anyway, we hooked up, ended up getting married, and uh, we're going on 20 years. We're going on 20 years this year, this wow. August. Congratulations, man. That's, yeah, that's an achievement so, in itself, man. Well, you know what? Oh, yeah. And I mean, I, I think, Jim, you've seen some, you know, Hannah's interaction. She's not as vocal as I am, um, but, you know, she'll pop on my post once in a while. And uh, we're very much on the same page, so I'm very lucky there. Like to have my family all all at my back. Really? And, um, oh, oh, yeah. I so mean, you didn't yeah. lose? Well, you must have lost some family and friends along the way. No, over the last two you know years. What? I mean, I, no, Jim, I haven't. I, I hear people constantly talk about losing their family and losing friends, and and um, I haven't. And I mean, wow. you know, there 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 could be some friendships that maybe are strained, strained, or you know <laughs> what? But as this started going, I I have my my focus set on telling the truth and expressing my thoughts. Okay. Um, most of the people I consider good friends are still here, wow. and I hang out with them, and I talk with them, and. And they seem to respect my opinion. They seem to, they don't interact. A lot of them, many of them are vaccinated. Uh, most of them are vaccinated. Actually, probably a good, other than my friends on, on Facebook and, and all these new friends that I've made, um, you know, most of my friends are vaccinated. Um, but there's just a level of respect there that, um, you know, some of them might think I'm nuts and, uh, you know, yet they choose to kind of love us anyway, um, despite that. But that's a friend. Amen. Right? Well, you're blessed. And, uh, Have you ever been an activist in any level before? Have you ever been, you say you're mouthy. And you, you know what, big I, mouth? Jim, I think you never. I, Jim, before this started, like that was one thing I was going to say. I mean, I'm not going to get too much into my like history. And I mean, I, I've had a pretty standard life. You know what I mean? Like just grew up in northern Ontario having fun in the bush fishing. I mean, I love fishing. I have a, a nice fishing boat and, um, you know, we camp as a family. And, uh, you know, we have a big camper trailer and we've met so many friends, um, that, um, I just love dearly. And, um, 
you know, and uh, yeah, so I mean, that's our life up here. We moved back up here maybe 16 years ago uh, to start a family. Uh, we we kind of jotted out to Calgary for a year after school and everything, and then and then moved back here and um, had our first child, our, our daughter, who's turning 16 this year. And uh, yeah, so we've been back here since. I made my career here. Um, you know, life, life's been a challenge for us, right? I mean, just like, like anything else. I mean, I've been blessed to have a fantastic marriage and just like anybody else. I mean, we've had our ups and downs and, and, uh, but we, we respect each other enough to, you know, have worked through them. And I mean, we're, you know, that's just the way we roll, right? I mean, we we're, we're best friends. We're, uh, um, Hannah and I, and, uh, you know, we've had a, uh, our 14 year old son, Adam has autism. He was diagnosed at three years old. Um, you might've seen or recalled a couple of posts that I've done about Adam and, mm -hmm. and, um, you know, he, you know, so obviously you, you never expect that in life, right? Uh, your first boy to have, uh, big, um, spectrum and, and, and uh, she decided to put her career on hold and, and stay home with Adam. And, and, and obviously, Adam went to school, just like all normal kids. And, and uh, he was in a special program, uh, autism program, a fantastic program here, here in Timmins. And, um, and uh, yeah, so she just went back to work actually recently, uh, got a fantastic job as, a, as an analyst and uh, in a mine. And... Um, yeah. So, you know, after 12 years of being off, um, you know, we're blessed to have her back at work and she's loving it. And, and, um, you know, we have three kids, Jack's our youngest, he's eight and then Adam 14 and then Emerson's, uh, turning, you know, she's 15 now turning 16 later this year. But, um, yeah, so that's, that's our life. And, uh, you know, we plan on staying in Timmins. I have no desire to really go anywhere else. We've kind of built our life here. And uh, my family's here and, um, you know, Hannah's very close with my family and, and um, well, they're just an amazing, you know, um, I grew up, you know, in, in going to church as well, Jim. I mean, you know, again, you've probably seen a lot of my posts. I mean, where I'll reference the Bible or, you know, I, I have a very complicated relationship with God. Um, <laughs> You're you know, not the, the only last... one. <laughs> Yeah, no, I think I think we all do, you know, but I mean, I was raised in a very like, you know, go to church three times on Sunday and, and every meeting in between on Wednesdays and kids club at the church and on Tuesdays growing up. I mean, that was my life. Right. And, and I loved it. I mean, that's the life I was put into and that's the life I, you know, and then when I was, I don't know, probably just six, seven years ago, I, I kind of went through a bit of a challenging period, not, not in life, just with my spiritual life, you know, like just questioning. Cause I knew that, you know, I know that I was, born into this life right with christian parents and and uh you know it's like not like i got to choose it right i mean so do i believe it or don't I? you know so it's been a struggle for me like you know but I, I do believe in god um i do believe in in you know the christ of the new testament and and uh you know there's just a lot of you know uh interpretation things that i you know i won't get in all the details but anyway so that that's where i come from right so i mean i i do um reference the bible quite often just because i really respect the book and uh, i think it's a powerful book and and i think that um you know there's a lot for humanity to learn in there 
And I feel that the further we move away from the guidance of that book as a species, as humanity, I think you can test that, right, Jim? I mean, the further we move away from that ideology that, you know, like in those and the guiding principles that are in the Bible, then the further we fall into darkness. And I feel like that's what we're, uh, there's a lot of truth in that book. And once you get away from truth, then you get what you get now, right? Uh, Amen, men brother. competing in women's sports and, and people think that's okay. You know what? I don't think many people think that's okay. I think the left think that's okay because they have no guiding principles. They have none. I mean, it, every, everything goes mm-hmm. except things that are convenient, right. right? Like, I mean, just, you know, it's, um, it, it's like they're trying to make an abomination of humanity, right? And what humanity was meant to be, right? Mm-hmm. So getting back to the whole, did I think I was going to be here and have, ever, have I ever been an activist? No, I haven't. I was ignorant for my entire life about politics, about, um, you know, anything. I mean, I, I just let people be and, and, you know, like you want to be gay, be gay. You want to be whatever. I don't care. I mean, just, yeah. you know, like, but we've never had this push on us like we do now. Well, the bottom line is, is just leave me the hell alone. Like, yes. You I mean, do whatever you, you know want. What? I'll and, stay and, out of your life. You stay out of mine. We're all Jim, good, and I was man. thinking about it. I was thinking about it today, you know, and just this whole, why, why am I, I don't know what, I don't know what made me think about it, but I, I, it was just, why, maybe it was just, you know, thinking about our interview tonight and, you know, just different thoughts that were in my, in my head, but it's like my spikes have been out for two years, right? Like we're on the defensive. Like it feels like we're fighting constantly, right? And people go like, why do you do this? You know, I was trying to, I don't, I don't know why that was kind of running through my mind, but I just, you know, like, why do I keep doing this? Why do I keep doing this? It's because they're attacking relentlessly. Like, they just haven't stopped, right? Yeah, so, I told Mike Blocker the other day when I had him on, he's a landmark graduate forum, um, gra- uh, a curriculum graduate, and it's similar to what you just expressed. I was walking up the hill here at Cariba Campo in my new place in Dominican Republic. I've been here almost six months. And I was thinking about my interview with him, and I had a couple preloaded questions I was going to ask him, and they're kind of in the language of the forum. And my first question was to him, what is your underlying commitment to social media, right? And I asked myself the question subconsciously without really thinking about it, and I realized that my underlying commitment to social media, and I find it a sickening place. Like, I'm addicted to it. I'm fully, like, I don't really have an addictive personality type, you know. I can gamble and walk away. I, you know, I've, I went through the high school recreational drug phase and didn't ever get, you know, caught up in it at a point where I couldn't put it down. I'm having a hard time putting coffee down after 25 years of being in office. Being off. I'm, I'm never going to like if, <laughs> if someone says stop drinking coffee or you're going to die. I mean that's my yeah. time, right? I mean that's it. So like, I, re- just, I, yeah. I answered my own question, and, and I and this might be a lie that I yeah. generated myself in the moment, but it 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 seemed to fit, and it seemed to be my answer was I want to bring everyone down to my level. I'm pissed off. And if you have to, if I have to see it and get pissed off, then I want to make you fucking feel the rage that I'm feeling. Sorry for the bad language, but I just, and that sounds like a really hopeless self, uh, like underlying commitment to social media, because how is that productive? How is that going to keep me healthy? Why do I want to drag? It's like a drug addict wanting to drag another person into his, 
into his hell. You know, like I just, but I, you know, everything I talk about on social media is because I'm angry. I'm pissed off. Well, see, I don't want the kid. I don't want a masking of the children. I don't want men going to jail and prison with women and impregnating them and raping. Like, I mean, these are reasonable things. And if I came down now, I'm like an extremist because I think, you know, can we just stop killing babies after six months in the womb? Like even the lat, can we just go with six months? Like, I mean, I'm a Christian guy too. I'm a failing Christian, but you know. Uh, you know, I grew up Catholic, was confirmed Catholic, hated church. Um, and now I've got a great church. I got a men's group on Thursday mornings. I'll invite you to the next one. It's Thursday morning, 730. Anyone's welcome to come. But it's not really a Bible study. It's just a men's group. It's where we vent and support each other. And it's powerful, man. And it, of all the things I miss back home, being on production as a video director and switcher, that's number one. We're moving to a new church and uh, this weekend, actually, we, I say we, like I'm still there. And then looking after the kids once a month down in the, uh, preschool, I was, you know, one of three or four people that was in the room with 20, 25, two and three year olds. And that's my, that's my, that's my, my zone of the kids. You know, once they get to four and five, they're te- they're still looking awkward. I like them when they're just barely walking and barely talking. They're so innocent then. The cute, the cute stage. Oh yeah, they're just and they get me. And I talk to them like like regular adults. Like I don't boob, you right. know, goo gag them. Anyway, so yeah, it's an it's been an interesting experiment, and I'm glad to hear that you're not one of this one of these, you know, perpetual. Um, activists and maybe that's why like I find you to be very successful at driving a message you have a rabid base you get unbelievable action on your on your one account that you have like dude I've got accounts I've been canceled from everything and and, you know I I know I shouldn't compare but I can't help but look at a guy like you and go what the how do I get to this like you know I told a mutual friend of ours a couple months ago, I'm like, I could give John Lively my codes and he could post as me and I wouldn't get the reaction that he gets. So I don't know if it's the people that follow you or what it is, but man, you know God what? bless you. Jim, I think it was a bit of a fluke. I mean, I, you know, I was, I'm, a, I'm a big stats guy, right? And I mean, that's what, that's what, you know, actually it's a good time to maybe break into like how I got here, right? Like how, you know, yeah, what, what brought me, Perfect. what brought me here. Okay. Sorry, I'm gonna turn my notifications off again. Yeah, you're just breaking up here and there, so maybe you gotta kick one of those teenagers off of uh, Netflix or something. <laughs> yeah, is it it's okay been, right it's now? It's been pretty good. Yeah, it's been pretty good. Just here and there, it drops for a second or two, but it's been pretty solid. Anyways, I just okay. Let you know, thank you. So, I mean, when when this all started, I mean, I'll, like my mom's a career nurse, um, and she, you know, like I respected her as, you know, her opinion. She's worked in geriatrics her whole career. She's, she was the director of nursing at a, at an old age home for the last, I don't know, 15 years of her career. She's retired now. Um, my sister worked in healthcare. Uh, my friends who are doctors, I have, you know, so when this all hit from, I, I wasn't completely ignorant. I mean, my wife, like with my son with autism, she's been studying like alternative medicines for like 13 years good right i mean she's she was studying to become a homeopath on top of being a chemist right like she just she's one of the smartest people i've ever met so she 
it, you know, um, so when this all started, I mean, we, I think we, you know, oh, there's this new virus. So we, we took it fairly seriously. And um, I think I even bought a, like a little bottle of sanitizer at, at a dollar store one time right at the beginning. Yuck. Because I mean, I don't know. I, mean, I, I was thinking of my parents. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was thinking of my parents and thinking of whatever. I don't know. You know what I mean? But that lasted about a week or two. Right. But I mean, we knew something was up right away. I mean, something just wasn't right. I was looking at the stats, you know, like it hit Italy and, you know, obviously out of Wuhan first and then Italy and then Spain. And then right. before it kind of worked its way over here. So I was already watching their stats. Something just seemed wrong. Nope. Something's wrong. Something's wrong. And then. Um, it's funny. I, I worked for an American company before the company I work for now. And, and, um, you know, very, uh, it was very divided, you know, a lot of Trump supporters, a lot of, uh, you know, Democrats and people who hated Trump and whatever. So, I mean, I was so apolitical, like I, I didn't know much about anything. Right. And I hated Republicans and not hated just, you know, like if guns and, and, whatever, you know, gun toting Americans, you know, I just didn't, I, I never really took to that, you know, like the whole Republican ideology of like, you know, private healthcare and, and, uh, you know, I just didn't like it. You know, and, and so but when this hit, like, actually, I'm gonna tell you how far gone I was before this started. As soon as the pandemic started, I would watch like Chris Cuomo on CNN. And, you know, in the banter with his brother, that was the first time I ever watched those guys. And I'm like, oh, they're cool guys, you know, and I'm watching CNN and and I'm watching Chris and his brother, you know, banter back and forth. And I'm laughing, you know, I'm like, oh, these guys seem like good guys. And that's how out of it I was. I don't I didn't watch news. I didn't do anything. I fished. I worked. I did construction on my house. You know, I've been renovating this bloody house for 10 years. And uh, I stayed out of politics. I stayed out of everything. I mean, I just lived my life and uh, in complete ignorance. But then when this all started, then, and Trudeau went all fully handed the keys to our entire country and our and our lives, I was like, no, like, and I, you know, and we got the opportunity to watch South Dakota do what they did, right? Respect their citizens and, uh, and um, not lock them down and make, let them make their own choices. And Canada took the other route. They took the dictator route. And I'm like, no, uh, something's wrong here. Florida, I think they locked down for a week, maybe. And then they were like, nope, we're not doing that ever again. And they haven't done it ever again. Right. So I knew early on that something was very, very wrong. The stats didn't line up. The, you know, Trump, who everybody hated, was the only guy, the only leader of a free country not supporting locking everybody down. I mean, he let all the maniac Democrat governors do whatever they wanted. Unfortunately, I wish he would have stopped that. But I'm like, okay, this guy that I kind of despise, Trump, you know, uh, I'm like, he, he's the only one not being a, a tyrant in all of this. And I'm supposed to hate the guy, but I'm like, I kind of respect what he's doing. And Trudeau, who I've always been very... I mean, it's sad to say, I mean, I've always been very neutral on him. I just haven't cared. I just never paid attention to politics. 
You know, I mean, I knew he was a pretty boy idiot. I just didn't, you know, I, I didn't pay attention to his policies. I didn't, you know, and I think that's half the reason why we're in this mess. Because I think most, I think, I don't know if all people are like, like me, but I think there's too many people like me before this started. Where I just point. didn't pay any attention and you'd elect people or I wouldn't yep. even vote. And, mm-hmm. You know, and uh, hey, Jim, is your face back there anytime soon? Yeah, I can put me back. Yeah, it's weird talking to nobody. <laughs> well, I'm not on camera, so I often turn the, the camera off when I'm not. So Okay, yeah, it was so funny when it started, when you first disappeared, I'm like... Dude, because, like, I am a big, fat, sweaty mess over here. Like, my, <laughs> my shirt is soaked. Like, oh, yeah, I'm like, why is so hot? off my earphones because they're sliding off my head with the perspiration. Like, my face looks dry. I keep forgetting you're in Dominican. It's 88,000 like, degrees in my apartment, dude. There's the, not like, a whisper of so a breeze going. Why is it so friggin' hot there? Yeah, anyway, so good. yeah, that, that's basically where I was when this started. And then, you know, I started looking at the stats. I'm a big Excel guy, like Excel spreadsheets and stuff like this, right? And data guy. And I, and I would look on, you know, I'm like, oh, they're giving us all their data. I'm like, okay, Ontario, check the COVID stats, deaths, hospitalizations, cases, how many tests they were doing. And I would just like line them all up and be like, you know, and I'm listening. I, I was listening right from the beginning and listening to all these maniacs help people mm-hmm. say, we're counting every death, every person that dies with a COVID diagnosis, like with a COVID, yeah. positive COVID test, we're marking as a, as a COVID death. You know what? You and said so much, dude. Say, like, they would even go on further and say, regardless of what they died from. Yeah. And, and you know what? What strikes home for me is I, I, I didn't know who Trump was. My brother used to watch The Apprentice. I'd walk by the TV, and there's the, those just aren't my shows. I go, you know, you guys are like, what are you doing? What are you wasting your time for? And then when he got elected, I'm like, okay, I spent so much time hating Stephen Harper. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna generate any more hate for this guy. Like, I'm just not going to do it because it only destroys me, right? And yeah. so I was completely neutral with Trump. And like what you just said, he said, well, first, he started to make me, I started busting my guts. First of all, he stood there for hours and answered every single question. Like, talk about the most accessible president of our time. Trump is it. And then he started making me howl. And it was like a stand-up routine almost every time he took the stage. And then I started going, well, yeah, that makes sense. When he closed the border to Europe, I like I gasped out loud. I, I remember where I was when he I'm like, what? Like that was bold, you know, and then the way he dealt with China. And he's been saying the same thing about China for 35 years. Oh, they've been and now you lunch. know that I do. Yeah. You, you've looked back at his videos and you're like, yeah. oh. He's always had the same stats. No, yeah. And the same with Trudeau. When right? Trudeau came in, I was so happy. I was tweeting out, it's a new day, even with this gender neutral thing. And I was like, who's the blonde with the nice shoes? And like, I was all about Trudeau. And then he worked to make me loathe him. Like I've never, like hate. Like I, 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 I'm the first oh, to acknowledge me, my hate. Yeah. <laughs> we're all, we're all on the same page. Hate's a strong word, mm-hmm. right? We all know and that. Perfectly but like Trudeau, yeah. <laughs> as much as I can loathe the person, Trudeau is like as high as it gets. Yeah, me, I mean, me he too. is a disgusting person. Mm-hmm. 
every word out of his mouth is just a lie. And that, but I don't know who I'm more disgusted with. The people that keep liking his posts and and voting for this mental case mm-hmm. or him. Yeah. I mean, like... And that's where my breakdown comes to is I, from my, yeah. my my loss of hope in humanity. You know, I can, I can handle it. my hate yeah. for the politicians. I expect to hate politicians uh, and it shifted. You know, I used to be a lefty. But my hope was really killed by the people that buy into this stuff, the people that are masking their children, the people that just jumped on board. Hey, take the shot if you want. I'm not going to judge. Well, I do judge. I mean, but yeah, that's, well, that's, us, that was the they, breaking they, point. Yeah, they force us to take a position, right? I mean, take your shot. Take all your shots, right? I don't care. Take 100 shots, right? But that's, isn't that the isn't that the beautiful thing for for uh, the left right now with this pandemic? It's not good enough to just let them do what they want, right? We need to worship it, and if we don't get it, they they won't let us travel. They'll take our jobs. Yep. They'll ruin our lives, right? Because I'm putting them at risk by not taking it which we know is nonsense but that's the angle always right it's like okay so now it's not good enough for me to be like you know you do you and i'll do me but they're like yeah but you doing you is like dangerous for us you not getting vaccinated is like you driving your car into a crowded crowd of people and i'm like yeah yeah that's the same thing but that's the that's the that's where their mind goes right something Mm -hmm. that has like a hundred percent chance of killing people Right. That's what they'll compare it to. Right. The stupid seat belt analogy. Right. Yeah. And or, how many times have you heard down. like one of the smartest guys I know? He's like my political mentor. He got me to run in 1993 in my first election as a Green Party candidate. And uh, I might have been his first call when he almost died in the hospital with COVID. And, you know, I said, bro, I mean. I, I'm I'm really apprehensive about making calls to you because you're my political hero and we do not mix like we don't agree on anything anymore. And this guy is brilliant. He can uh, he can steel man both sides of the argument and do it with passion and make you laugh. And like this guy is brilliant and more levels than one. And then he broke out the good thing. I had my third shot or I'd be dead like he was dead. Like they brought him back. He was he flatlined, and they brought him back, and he was and he, and he bragged about how nobody's recovered faster than he did, and everything. But don't, when he broke that out, I was I was heartbroken. I don't even know how to word a. And now you hear that from everyone, you know, every politician. What is this April for mayors to get COVID? Now they get the snivels, and they're saying, "Well, good thing I'm vaccinated. You go oh, get Jim, it too." But you know the worst part is that they just, sold us on yeah. it by saying. This will protect you. Hey, I got a vaccination. It's right here. I'm scarred forever. But that vaccination actually eradicated smallpox and everything, rubella and everything I was vaccinated against. I can never catch it. And they started out by telling us, you take the vaccine, you'll never get it. And that was a lie, too. So it's so I just, you know, what? every every word out of their mouths, like, you know what? I, I was thinking yesterday. I'm like, you know what? I feel like making doctor appointments mm. just for fun, and 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 but play play ignorant, and just call the doctor and say, look, I'm very scared to get the COVID vaccine. I just 
I want to see if you can convince me to get it. <laughs> and I want to go and sit there and listen to them just rhyme. I know exactly all the points they're going to say, right? Like I'm not, I've been paying so much attention to this, as you know, like I would love them to just say, yeah, convince me, like, tell me what, you know, and you know, they're just going to do worse all yet. The I went to my Jeep. I went to my GP. I was born with a heart murmur. They said it's benign. Like lots of people are born with a heart murmur. It's never caused me any pro problems. A few years ago, I got pericarditis. I th they treated me for a heart attack. They sent me to Hamilton. They gave me the all the stuff. They scoped my heart. It was a really uncomfortable, I don't know, week in the hospital, four days or something like that. Like, I, like, like they gave me the more. Like I was, I drove with it, dude. I woke up at four o'clock in the morning, three o'clock in the morning, in my buddy's place. We'd been partying the night before. I got sick, which I don't normally do, but I was drinking not out of the ordinary. I woke up and I felt like I'm, I snuck out of the house so I wouldn't wake up the dogs. He gave me shit for that afterwards. He's like, what, what, you know? I drove from Niagara Falls to St. Catharines to go to the hospital and I didn't think I was gonna make it. So I go to my doctor, listen, I want an exemption. I got a heart murmur. I had pericarditis last year. I'm not going anywhere near this shot. Give me an exemption. No, he wouldn't give me an exception. Like, I didn't push it. My doctor's pretty good. He'll give me anything I want. But, I, and I didn't push it, but. Well, he, no, because you'd get in trouble, and you know that. Mm. He knows that. I mean, they're not allowed. You know how many doctors I've connected with right now? That, uh, well, look at what happened to Dr. Phillips. I mean, he just lives a couple hours down the road from me, Patrick Phillips, right? I mean, the guy, you know, what a warrior, you know, and um, I haven't chatted with him in a while, but uh, like we're friends on Facebook. And, um, you know, I mean, they just attack him. I think he's still practicing, but I mean, they've, they've just attacked him. I mean, he's no longer allowed to write for anything, masks, vaccines, nothing, right? I mean, uh, anything to do with COVID anyway. But I mean, the guy is just, you know, um, or just these doctors are pinned down. And, and this is why it's such a joke. So you get the doctors who are super horny for the vaccines, right? And they're, I, trust me, I know them here. I'm not going to even mention their names because there's a few of them that just, they're like the ringleaders in, in my area here, you know, like get vaccinated, you know, and they're still walking around with goggles on and a shield and uh, whatever and promoting everybody to, you know, like they're, they, they're just such fear mongers. Right. And, and look around Jim, like how many people do you see dropping dead? I still don't know anybody personally who's died of COVID. I like none. Right. Some people might, this is going to get me another strike on YouTube. <laughs> we can't say the Iver word. We can't say the H word. We can't, but no, you know what? And this is another thing. I mean, this leads straight what, what, into the what, censorship. What word did I say? COVID? No, no, what, what no. But no, but it's just like it takes about after we do this live broadcast, it'll take about 24 hours for the for the YouTube uh, bots to scrape the transcripts. And if they find anything that okay, sounds what like medical is... Well, you can't, shouldn't we say? you can't say the Iver word. You can't say that uh, the certain protections that are, are, uh, are, um, that don't, you can't say certain protections don't work. You can't say the pokes, the, pokes, the masks. Oh yeah. You no, can't say anything like that. that. No, you can't say okay, that. Okay. Well, anyway, so these people just push this anyway. Right. And I mean, they push everything <laughs> like it's, uh, you know, like after two years of this with all this data, it just hurts my brain. 
mm-hmm. right? I, I can't even, um, you know, like, um, it, it's funny. I, I get, I get angry. I know you're angry, Jim. Mm-hmm. I, I think we all are. And I mean, you know, I had a night the other night here just with Trudeau and, uh, you know, and just thinking about all these people, like I was just talking about these doctors and these, you know, like, and I was just, you know, Hannah's on one couch, I'm on the other couch and I'm just raging, right? Well, raging like I rage, right? We were talking, we were having a good conversation for a couple yeah. hours. Yeah. And she's like, wow, liberals make you angry. And that's what well, she said. And they're exactly, just as right? angry at us. It's like this huge right? divide, so, right? And, and I said, well, Han, what do you, you know, and, and I, I can't even... I don't want to be angry like that. That's the thing, Jim. I don't want to be, I don't want to be angry, but they keep, like I said, like I was thinking today, like my spikes are constantly out. I can't stop. Like you got to stay on the defensive. They're forcing you to do it. They're, they're forcing you to go up against them. Right. Like you can't, uh, you know, they're forcing us up against the cliff. Right. Everything they stand for disgusts me. I can't even, and I, they're the same. I will not live in that world that they want me to live in. Okay. I will not raise my kids in that world that they want me to live in. And I won't let them indoctrinate my kids into this world with where, where absolutely nothing makes sense. We keep calling it clown earth because that's exactly what it is. <laughs> I started with clown town and the popular one was clown show world. Me something clown earth. Makes, show me something that makes sense. Yeah. So what was the can breaking say, point? Can we for, say clowns? Can yeah, we, we say can clown say earth? Yeah, we can say that, yeah. What was the breaking point for you then? When did you decide, okay, this is, I'm getting off the couch. I'm getting politically involved. I, oh, I know, yeah. that, dude, you even I, met I with Max Bernier was... when he came to town. Like you're, you're in it now, dude, you're deep. I'm not, you know what, man? I, I keep myself not deep on purpose. And that's like when you, you're, this is like the first interview I've done. I think I did a quick one. Do you, are you connected with EMAD out of Barry? No, I'm not affiliated. No, he's a, he's a doctor. I think he's a retired doctor anyway, but he's a great guy. And, and, um, retired surgeon or physician but uh anyway we we've been connected now for oh my goodness i don't know since the beginning probably a year and a half and uh, i did a quick interview with him while i was in ottawa at the rally there and um i went for a day and a bit and uh, that was the first live i've ever done with anybody and this is the first interview full like actual interview i've ever done with anybody i've declined everything i always say no and, and the reason I always say no, and the reason I told you no at the beginning is that I like, I, number one, I, you know, I, I express myself, you know, even people might watch this and be like, John's all over the place. I don't know. But I, I, I express my emotions and my feelings and my thoughts a lot better on paper. I just do. Okay. Yeah. Right. And one big thing about me is, is I, you know, and I know this to be true. I think you know this to be true. This is a universal rule that anger never really gets you anywhere. Right. And so if I did a lot of lives and I did a lot of whatever, you know, I've done some videos, I'm sure you've seen them. And, you know, I've kind of stopped lately because I'm, I'm, I'm angry. I'm angry. Not all the time, but I'm, 
it comes through when I talk. Yeah, so well, I, I try to just passionate. type it out. I try to keep, and I'm, I love to be funny, as you know. Like, I mean, I love to keep things light. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I, you know, I don't always just keep things light, obviously. Right. Right. I mean, I hit some pretty hard topics, even with some humor and stuff, mm-hmm. because, I mean, if, if, if I'm angry all the time, if I post something when I'm angry, Jim, I end up deleting it. Wow. Because I'll see I'll see the likes climbing up like one, two, and then an hour goes by. Because my dad actually, because you know I'm very close with my dad. I mean he's he's one of my you know like probably my best friend. You know like we're just the same person. I find we just right. connect on on such a level spiritually and, and emotionally and right. and uh, man he's he's just such a grounded guy and he tell he's very honest with me and he follows me on Facebook. You don't see his name pop up very often, but he'll, he'll like my stuff once in a while. He tries to s- stay back from it. Right. Yeah, like he right. just doesn't, he sees the world falling apart, you know, and uh-huh. he's, you know, but anyway, he, he gave me some advice early on when I got angry and posted, he said, John, I love your stuff. He's like, nobody up here is doing what you do. Like in all of the North, like, I don't know of anybody else that does what I do up here. And he said, um, you know, the, um, he said, when you post, when you're angry, he said, it ruins it for me. Like, and he said, personally, it just ruins it for him. Right. Because he can't connect with it. He loves when I shared stats and he was, he loved when I shared like the stats and, uh, and just my emotion, you know, like the, how I, you know, how I was feeling about everything. And, but when I got angry, he tuned out. He didn't, and he, and he was just thinking about everybody else that was starting to listen to me at the beginning. And he and he just gave me that advice. And he said, "When you post, when you're angry, you lose people because." Dude, and how do you stay middle of the road? How do you check your passion and your feelings? Like, I'd love to be a cheerleader. Uh, maybe that's not the way I'm wired. Maybe I'm wired to be a critic. But I wish I didn't have to rage against what is going on. I wish I didn't feel as strongly as I do about the kids and, you know, giving them puberty blockers and masks and vaccinations and all this kind of stuff. Like, this is the stuff that I'm passionate about. So the passion comes out as anger because I'm fucking pissed off, dude. So I don't know how you temper it. I don't know how you temper it. I am too. But number one, I'm blessed with a, a partner in life who keeps me grounded. Amen to Big that. Big time. Okay. Cool. Hannah, if you meet her mm-hmm. one day, maybe we'll do an interview with both of us. And cool. That'd she, be great. She's so she's so grounded, Jim. She you'll never, ever see her get mad about any of this because she's a huge, she's a huge picture person. She sees the spiritual problems going on. She sees everything. So and and not that she's um like narcissistic and like or, or, you know, feeling like, oh, I feel sorry for people who just don't see as clearly as I do. She's not that person, mm-hmm. but she just understands that people are different and at different stages in life. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and in, and in, you know, like in, in development and even in the spiritual sense and in the, you know, like just, just with all this stuff going on, why, why do I see things a different way than, other people do why why do you see things different than other people do very similar to me i'm sure mm-hmm. but a lot different than the people that just keep screaming jabs and all this stuff like why are we so different 
Yeah, we're definitely in the them, we're in the minority too, right? We're in the vast minority. Well, I think we are. I think there, I think a lot of people see what's wrong, but they just stay quiet. Like I know a lot of my friends, right, who even ended up getting the job for work and all this stuff and got their kids' job and stuff. Look, don't hold it against them. In the like the public health, right? So have I. I mean, up until this point, I didn't really distrust public health. Why would I? I don't know. I mean, they never really gave me a reason to, right? Like, it's not like I spent my whole life being an activist against public health or doctors. Like, I, you know what? I want to say this because this is one thing that I don't think people get. They're like, oh, what? So you're against medicine? You're against pharmaceuticals? Science? You're against everything? Well, no, you're against science. You're against, so what? You know, if you have to go to the hospital and they have to inject something into you, or you're not going to do it because you don't know the ingredients, like if it's going to save your life. And I'm like, listen, you know, th- this is where they don't grasp it. Like they they haven't looked, they haven't spent two seconds looking into Pfizer. They haven't spent two seconds looking into this vaccine. I'm sorry, this poke. The jab, yeah, the jab. And I think they're catching on to the J word too, though. Yeah. I think jab. You say on my Facebook, they are anyway. They take it out my posts all the time. Nancy Graham's but, on uh, on YouTube saying use code words, call it IVV, and call it the the HC thingy and the jab and the COVIDs. It be great, <laughs> right? <laughs> call the horse paste. It's good code right. for the Iver. Right. And anyway, so I mean, I'm not against this. I mean, like, listen, like my my eight year old when he was five or six, he broke his arm. And he pinched an artery. It was right at his elbow. It was a, a supercondylar fracture. Like his arm was literally hang, dangling off. Like it actually snapped right off. And it was just hanging by ligaments and skin. So the ambulance came and he actually fell off this desk that I'm sitting at right now onto the uh, tile floor because he was up in my cupboard here trying to get something. And uh, anyway, you know, the ambulance comes to get him. He was losing, he was losing circulation and he wasn't getting blood flow to his hand. He okay. pinched an artery. Right. He pinched an artery when he broke his arm. So they were like, holy crap, rushing to the hospital. They couldn't even fix him in Timmins. They didn't want to touch him because he would have needed like a neurologist or, you know, someone to just in case they needed to work on his arteries and stuff like this. So they rushed him out to Ottawa to the Children's Hospital in Ottawa. My wife flew with him. I drove down. Um, anyway, they saved his arm, got pins in it, uh, whatever. Jim, I counted how many people were involved in helping my son keep his hand. You know how many doc number one, a bunch of doctors were talking about like, I mean, he could lose his hand, could lose his hand because he was losing, it was going cold. He couldn't, you know, he wasn't getting blood flow. And, uh, you know how many people from the time the paramedics picked Jack up at our house to the time he got discharged in Ottawa, you know how many people helped my son like 35 people i was gonna say a dozen i don't know yeah no like 35 i counted like the 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 number of nurses the the well there was like six paramedics right or or eight paramedics just even like because taking him from the hospital here to the hospital like from here to the hospital two three on the plane then he got landed and we had more paramedics brought him from the wow. airport there to the hospital. And then the nurses and the, you know, like the surgeons. How can you hate so many people arm? that you don't even know, man? Why well, you hate all the healthcare professionals that saved your son's arm? 
Right? Why do I hate them all? Why do I hate them all? No. I mean, I have tears in my eyes just thinking about it because I, I'm like, wow. you know, my, my daughter was born with hip dysplasia. Her, her, her legs weren't even connected at the hips. Literally, wow. she was folded in half. It was severe. Like, she didn't have any sockets Gee. for her, for the top of her. Oh, my gosh. So the first thing they She's... have to do is pop her legs back in her hips? Half of She was years of her brace. So, like, there was no socket. So, like, she had to wear a brace for the first two years of her life. For her sock and the form, she had to keep her legs kind of in like a crouched position for like two years of her life. And now she's a dancer. I mean, she's whatever. Nice. But but to tell me, like, you know, so when I when I mm-hmm. hear people this, you know, like even public health care, you know how many I worked for Americans. I would go down to Las Vegas and I'd go down to Nevada and talk to, you know, in Texas and and wherever and talk to like big time Republicans, right? Guns in the back of their truck, under their seat, like hated public health care, hated this is around the time like Obamacare was first kind of coming out, losing it over public health care. And I would defend our system. So these people that think like I'm against our system and against public health and against, you know what I mean? It's saved, you know, my daughter is able to walk today because of it. And you know how much we spent? my daughter to walk jim whatever we pay in our taxes it never costed a cent Mm -hmm. nothing flights to ottawa jack 35 people like that probably would have cost us like a quarter million dollars to save my son's arm down in the states with like no insurance or no you know what i mean and that's why i counted how many people helped them because i thought man alive like the number of people we met the nurses the neurologists the surgeons the whatever i mean all these different people that took care of him and he was there for several days right so in his room different doctors different nurses and uh anyway so i personally right when people when people's job and you don't like what you don't now now you don't trust our healthcare system and i'm like no i actually value our healthcare system a lot the doctors the nurses i think they're amazing i think they're fantastic but you know what? I think they are beholden to the people that give them their degrees and allow them to keep their jobs to a fault, right? Like you speak, we, we were just talking about the Patrick Phillips. You speak against them, you're done. My mom is so happy she's retired, Jim, from, from nursing. Like she was running that, our biggest nursing home in Timmins here for 15 years. And she was so like once this all this chaos started she was like oh my goodness she couldn't even imagine because you would have to bow or lose everything you bow or lose everything those are your options right and um you know and i think some of these people the ones that are, are really you know pro everything and trying to convince everybody to do everything i think they've convinced themselves so hard that everything that they're told to do is right that they come across is you know sounding like that because they have to or they're going to lose everything <laughs> right like you know I'm, I'm convinced of it i don't think they actually believe it they can't how, how can you be a, a four-year degree person with a you know four-year nursing degree or a 10-year specialist degree and actually believe any of this nonsense that's going on right now mm. it's it's mind-boggling so i try to 
work it out in my brain how I think these people are actually able to go along with this. And that's the way I get by. It was like, okay, well, maybe they, they must be, you know, they must have convinced themselves that everything their owners say is true. That's the only way they sleep at night and they're able to keep doing what they're doing. Right? Because it's all nonsense. And any honest doctor you talk to will tell you it's nonsense. You know, so how can there be such a divide uh, even amongst the professionals, like the doctors, right? It, it, it just, you know, like e- everything's torn apart, right? Everything's, everything's gone insane. And uh, that's for sure. But, you know, so but go, going back to, to the point earlier, you know, just about, how, you know, just all the thoughts in my brain. Like why I don't do interviews and, and you know, you, you had mentioned like I'm in there deep. I met Max. I went out for dinner with him. I don't know if he remembered you or remembered us uh, during your your uh, interview with him. But um, like we had dinner with him. It was a bit, pretty intimate dinner. It was just Max and uh, the head of RPPC up here. I met him for the first time. I'm good friends with him now. Like really, you know, a really good friend of mine. And um and his wife, and then one other couple. So it was just us, yeah, Hannah and I, and then a couple other couples, and, and Max. So we had a great one-on-one with him, right? Yeah. And he just spent Terrific probably guy. several hours with him. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and you know, the whole point of that is they were trying to get me to run for PPC mm-hmm. back in the fall election, right? Or be the candidate, be the candidate for PPC. And I said, no, I, I, I didn't, you know, I still have very young kids. I'm not, um, number one, I think I'm way too emotional for it. Um, you know, I've, I've met other people who are very like this guy, that other people see in front of mine. Very calm. about all sense i i couldn't even last today if i won a, a seat i don't i don't think i could ever sit in there and listen to these people without absolutely losing my mind mm-hmm. i couldn't do it you know well, so you know what john i want to coach you there a little bit you're the per- and not only perfect that, guy for the job that's the perfect candidate and a perfect guy for the job and it wasn't you know, it wasn't the right time for you and i think the next time around like max turned me down as a candidate like i was hopeful like i I've, I've been a candidate 10 times i'm good on stage i know my stuff i can steal man both sides of the argument i can argue as a conservative and as a green party guy you know and um well they i mean max didn't personally turn him turn me down he wasn't part of that process but you know i i was all gung-ho to go and it just wasn't meant to be so you know, maybe the next time around, and he, he joked, because I asked him when, when I interviewed him, I said, I, I can't let you go without asking, like, what happened? Was I just too toxic? Because I got some fake news that followed me around. I got a filthy mouth. I'm a failing Christian. I'll admit it. And, yeah, I struggle with, you know, putting my hate in positive places or, or have it do positive things, if that's even possible. But it just wasn't time, I guess. And he joked, well, next time. I'm like, next time? <laughs> Next time? No, there's no next time, dude. Like, maybe there will be for you. Maybe there will be for me, too. I don't know. But, I like, if I never set foot on Canadian soil again, I'm good. 
because I'm in the yeah, freest you know country what? in the I, world. I don't, I don't blame I don't blame you. And if it wasn't for my whole family being here, and, a, and a, you know, especially my family, I got a lot of friends too, but especially my family. I mean, I think if everybody agreed to pick up and move down to Florida tomorrow, I mean, mm-hmm. I'd be I'd be out of here. Like Canada, to me, I think this is one of the problems for me. Is I think Canada, you know. <sighs> I hate saying this. I know. You know what I'm going to say. Yeah, I just I feel like we're Canada's lost. Canada. My sister said this a couple, like several months back, and it just hit home to me. It was a very basic point, right? Mm-hmm. Canada voted for this, right? As much as we hate this, like we we live in a democracy. So unless you know. There's well, it's not, rabid, it's not, there's rampant, you know, I would coach your sister on this point. It's not, it's, it's like, you have to keep it in perspective though, because the first past the post election system, and this is what I'm working on Max with, I hope that he will be one of the major federal parties that puts proportional representation in the, in the platform. No more 30% majority governments. You can't have 70% of the people who voted vote against the guy that won and give him all oh, the yeah. control. Look at, it's look stupid. Look at what Trudeau's doing right now with 30%. Unbelievable. It's not right. Anyway, like, you... brother, I want to keep you on time because I've kept you. At, an hour has flew by already, bro. And I know you got a family. I mean, the guy walks around. Sorry, and I think the witching hour is up in Timmins because 8 o'clock, everyone gets on the internet and you're glitching a little bit more than you were. So I want to keep you on time, but I want to leave on a hopeful note. First well, of all... Well, we got... We, we, you can let it go. You, we can go for a bit more. That that did fly by, Jim. Yeah, no, <laughs> it does, man. And I, we could easily do two hours, but I'd rather do it maybe on a Saturday afternoon when we got good broadband because it's just, it's glitching a little bit much, but uh, yeah, we can continue going. Anyways, I want to say this just in case. um, I love you, brother. I I don't know who you are. I got a mad respect for you. And now that I've met you and I can see your face and see that you've lifted a couple dumbbells here and there, probably that's not from pulling fish out of the water. I can see that, Um, you know, and the way you speak about your wife, um, and you're, you're the first one to sacrifice her uh, for the Jim Fannin show. That would be awesome, man, to have you two on together. I mean, uh, because, you know, the good men in my life, like I'm a guy's guy, totally. Like I love the ball busting. I love the razzing. I love the jabs and I love the man hugs. But for all my heroes of men, in my life, they all have a rock and that's, they do everything for their wife and their family, you know, and I I don't have that anchor, you know? And so, yeah, I just want to acknowledge you for what you're doing. I don't know how to keep you hopeful, but hopefully those words will, you know, remind you of what you got to be hopeful of. Well, Jim, you know what? I I just want to tell you too, man, like I haven't, and thank you for that. I mean, that it's, like you know i i actually i have a hard time not getting emotional um you know with my family and and just even what you just said right because i mean you you come into this you know how how do i stay not angry right i have i think i have uh i have too much love in my heart to get angry like to stay angry all the time right i do and i think that's how i i keep going every day 
right? And and I think that's how I keep some perspective because I, I want to love people, right? I want to love everybody, right? I mean, and even, you know, um, you know, we talk about before COVID started, how you get a baseball game and there's liberals around you. There's, there's, there could be communists sitting behind you and, and you're laughing because you're just cheering for the team. Right. And all of that political stuff is just in the background and just ignore it, you know, but now everything's at the forefront and in our face every single day. And it's like a battleground. Right. Um, and I don't want to be angry. Right. I mean, I, I like, you know, number one, I shouldn't even be on here. I shouldn't even be posting like I do. Right. But I, I think I think the overall consensus, I get a lot of messages from people over the last two years. Um, just thanking me for helping them make it through this. Right. I want to quit this every day, Jim. I'll be honest with you. Every day I wake up going, I'm deleting Facebook. I'm deleting Facebook. Like every I probably every second day. Me too. I'm right, right there with you, man. Right. Because I, I, at some point I just got to look after my family. Yeah. Right. And, and plan place. And right. Are we going to sell our house? Are we going to, what are we going to do? Are we going to, I got to finish renovating. That's what I was doing just before we called and painting. I'm, I'm renovating our upstairs okay. and, and we're getting ready for whatever might come. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, do we, are we going to have to sell our house? Mm-hmm. It better be ready to sell if we need to sell it. Right. If we need to, you know, and, and, and you, I'll admit it. I mean, you, you, you'll see like a little 10 second post from me, but you know, this Jim, it's on our head all the time. It never leaves. Mm-hmm. It's constantly there. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, like it just never leaves. I know. Right? I don't, and I, I know didn't... some people might pity us for that. Like they might be like, oh, poor guy, just get your vaccine and, and stop thinking about this stuff. Right. Or this job. Sorry. And, and, you know, just stop thinking about this stuff. Right. I mean, oh, you're like a tortured soul right now. You know, it's true. Right. And I'm like, well, I am. But I mean, like I told someone, you know, I had a conversation with someone I'm close with. And uh, we're still friends and, and we're still, you know, but he told me, he goes, you think about this stuff too much. It was just a very short thing because I made a comment about something, you know, you may, you think about this stuff too much. And I'm like, you don't think about it enough. And it's exactly why we're in the position. Amen. Right. I said, you know, like complacency and ignorance gets you nowhere. Right. And, and, you know, I just, um, like, I feel, I'm sure you're the same way, Jim. I feel like I can go up against anybody right now. Anybody. I don't care. Throw me a surgeon. Throw me a dog. They're all saying the same thing anyway. Yeah. Right? Like, it doesn't matter. You, well, you debate one. You've you got facts and stats on your side, right? Yeah, you've got facts and stats on your side. They don't. And uh, and you know what? I'm even done with stats because stats don't matter. I mean, nothing matters. Truth, I, I, I truth doesn't stats, matter. No. Right? Like, nothing matters. Truth doesn't matter. Oh, that swimmer has a penis. And he's racing with the girls. So <laughs> he's a girl. Yeah, he's a girl because he says he's a girl. What's wrong with you? you but there's no difference. Trends, there's no difference. Bigot. The same. You know what? That's one point I want to get across too, is that so many people have such a hard time connecting the dots, right? That it's all connected, all of it. Like you know, we talk about the Great Reset and all this stuff, and people get all worked up and whatever. It is. I mean, it's all like the 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 pandemic the the transgender what look what's happening race wars 
Uh, you know, they're tr- but it's all stemming from the government, from the politicians, right? You know, like it's trying to divide and divide genders and trying to they're wrecking. They're trying to in this, right? And sometimes I just want to quit everything and go climb under a rock. And uh, I envy you down there. I mean, because I just, I mean, some days I just want to remove myself from all of this and uh, go tuck ourselves away in the bush somewhere and forget it. Just, you know, don't read the news. Don't let let it go where it's going to go, right? Let God put it in God's hands and, you know, but then some people, you know, I feel like that's a cop-out because, you know, you've heard people say even David had to pick up a stone. He could pray all he wants, but at some point he had to pick up a stone, right? I mean, and, and I agree with that. So, I mean, to, to sit here silent on the side, I feel like I have an obligation now um, in a way, right? And not even, and, and I don't say that in a, in a, oh, you know, I got followers and, you know, but I, I think we're all there for each other, right? And you know, I have almost 10,000 people on my page now that I think really align with me, right? And I align Dude. with them. I've made friends, like you know, actual close friends from there. I know I don't have to and, remind uh, you of this because I think you're acutely aware of it, but how fortunate and blessed are you? I mean, not all of us have the impact acknowledged to us. Not all of us have strangers that enter our DMs and go, dude, keep it up. Like, I, you know, and I do. You're right. I struggle with the social media all the time because I don't find it's a healthy place for me or the people that are following me. Now I've, you know, I've lost so many people that it's, it's kind of been an echo chamber. And even that gets like, I just want someone to have a decent debate with me. You know what I mean? Like, just to, don't be an idiot. Don't bring out the MSM t- talking points. Like actually bring facts and tell me what you think. That, but that's that's done. So the fact that you, wow, you've got a page with 10,000 people on it. Wow. And the fact that you get acknowledged and you, you know, there's nothing better than a stranger saying, hey, you made a difference in my life. Like that lifts oh, you up and well, that makes you feel you, like you're. Like, I'll admit, I mean, maybe at first it was more about like, oh, yeah, I mean. I mean, this was always different. I mean, because I'm not doing TikTok dances or I'm not like trying to get likes because I'm doing whatever. You know what I mean? I'm spewing out facts and truth every day and people really took to it and started following me, right? And and it's funny. That's where I say Facebook's a bit of an anomaly for me because I've been sharing the same post. You know how Facebook has that thing for Instagram? It'll just automatically go right, on Instagram. Right, yeah. My Instagram has been sitting at like, 299 289 to 299 for i i've only been doing that for about a year now maybe Mm -hmm. it doesn't move right right? so it's like oh how come my my i'm posting the same thing on instagram but it doesn't go anywhere Mm -hmm. right so if i tried going on twitter i probably wouldn't go anywhere either Mm -hmm. facebook was just a place where we all kind of connected right right and i and honestly i'm not interested in fame i'm not interested in i don't i couldn't care less Maybe back when I was younger, I would have cared. I think my, my, see, this, this is another honest thing about Hannah, right? Like she'll, she'll do like, check yourself kind of thing, right? Why are you, are, are you posting for, cause you like the attention or are you posting because you, you really feel like that you're helping kind of thing, right? And I mean, 
you know, it makes you think, right? What am I doing this for? Mm-hmm. Right. And I, but I, I genuinely think it is that, I mean, how, how do you, how do you put a price on those messages from people saying like, thank you so much. And, and you're so authentic and, and, and you know what, man, as far as my plans for what's next here, Jim, I don't think anything's more frustrating than knowing what's happening and what's possibly coming in the next like eight years and beyond and not having a plan. Right. And this is where I sometimes think as far as politics and and running for politics, and I've been asked to join the new blue. I've been joined. I've been asked to join the PPC. I've been asked to join the conservatives. I've been asked, you know, because they don't have great representation up here, right? They see that I have a good base on on social media, so they want me to run, right? And I just don't know if that's my place, right? Because I'm not, you know, like, that's one thing I love about Jordan Peterson, right? Clean your room, right? It's 12 rules of life. Clean your room before you go and and try to fix the world kind of thing. And I kind of always have that in my head, right? I mean, I'm not even, I'm nowhere near in a position i i don't think anybody is really you know and that's why you're the perfect guy for it man nobody's ready to ever have a child you have a child because god puts it on you and that's no you're 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 right i mean i just you know the thing is i don't even know where i stand on the politics of it right like you know the ppc max said it blatantly he knew he knew he wasn't gonna win right yeah if he can even this is what he's, he this is what he told Hannah and I. He said if 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 he can just even inject a little bit of the PPC policies into the concert, you know, like get a big enough vote count, right? That the that the conservatives get nervous and realize they're like hemorrhaging support. Yep. Right? And start adopting some of their policies. That would be a win for Max. Mm-hmm. Right and to try he's, to he's laying the groundwork some... for the next election as well too. So and he's a patient man, and you know I've got a lot of time for Max, and uh, he's no dummy, and he does he's not a good care. Guy. Doesn't care about he's the a... polls. He doesn't care about what uh, policies are supported. I'm really glad to hear that he's listening on the uh, proportional representation thing because it's a it's a plank that he wouldn't touch before. And I get he doesn't pick winners and losers. I got a buddy of mine that's in the ammonia business. You can burn ammonia in your car with very little, like modifications, and the exhaust is water vapor, and the farmers are all set up. They have an infrastructure to move ammonia around, and it, you know, it's just and you know, and he's like, "Nah, we don't pick winners and losers." I'm like, "Well, dude, at least inject it so that the other because my buddy's on." He's close, like he's signed a deal and, you know, they're doing it in ships all over the world now, like big fleets and some of these, uh, right. you know, big fleets of trucks and stuff like this. It's coming, you know, and um, I'm glad to hear that he's moved on that, at, at least proportional representation. And I joked to him, I said, the next federal leader that, you know, puts it in his in his pl- platform that he's going to do away with uh, Eastern Standard Daylight Time, <laughs> like we don't need to fall back. So that the sun goes down at four thirty in December, just give us five thirty. Right. Like we don't need just, to change the I clocks know. anymore. It's ridiculous. Who cares? I say that as a joke, but that's a con- it's a, like a practical thing, man. We don't need that. Some anything. people live in darkness. Where is it? Like, where is it Alaska or where yeah, is it that yeah. they live in darkness like all day? For yeah. is that is that parts of Alaska or where yeah, is that? Yeah, well, it's the both poles. 
for right. certain certain yeah. seasons. I mean, they live in darkness for like months. Yeah, and uh, and know? then they I mean, live in twenty four hour daylight hour too. Of darkness, <laughs> you know, but uh, no. So I mean, Max is a good guy. I just find him very flighty on 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 the politics, right? Mm-hmm. So I, it's hard for me to pick. Like you know, I stand with Max as far as a person goes. He's the guy I would love to see running the country, mm-hmm. right? And if I'm being, but if I'm being honest, what the, what are the chances of it happening? Like I just said, mm-hmm. I think Canada's lost as far as these liberals go and everything. Like the liberal ideology is so deep here. What? Why do you think? You know, like I was talking to a very, you know, pretty conservative. No, he was very conservative. When when they were electing during the last uh, conservative election, like when O'Toole was was voted in. Right. I don't know if that was, was that the last one. Anyway, when O'Toole was voted in and it was between him and Sloan, Derek Sloan, I liked Sloan. I'm like, go for him. I'm voting for him. My parents voted for him. Like he was very well-spoken. He had the beliefs and the morals that we valued. And, and um, this guy that I knew was voting for O'Toole. And I'm like, why would you do that? Like this guy's an ultra conservative. He said, because Sloan is too far right. Like he's too conservative and, and he's going to lose the country. Our country is so liberal. We need basically a liberal conservative running. And I'm like, this is where we are as a country, mm-hmm. right? Where you need a liberal conservative basically running the country. It, it's just a conservative in name only. Right. Yeah. I mean, he's not a, he's not a conservative. Right. And I don't think our country can handle a conservative anymore. He's a senior. Right. He, you know, Pierre seems to be getting some ground or whatever, and he might be the best hope to actually bring some conservative, you know, like the conservatives back in, I guess. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, you know, and then there's the whole vote splitting thing, which I've had oh, endless conversations, yeah. you know. But I think I'm still very confused with where I sit in all this because I think politics are a giant joke anyway. And I, and I can't, you know, so... T- to launch myself into it, mm-hmm. I'm just not ready, dude. I mean, you'd, you know, you'd be you know. ready and with a one-hour conversation, and it's simple. You know what? You run I, down I, the issues, you the, pick a side, and you realize that you're all on the you're on the right side of things, and you can argue but, it simply because you've done it so many times before. You know. Problem is, though, Jim, is that I like to say what I want to say. I like mm-hmm. to, and I mean, I would never let anybody. I would never let a party. I would Muzzle never let you. anybody hold me back from saying what I want to mm-hmm. say. And unfortunately, this this is this, this is where I said writing is the best uh, avenue for me to my thought with these guys, like NDP. If I'm having, uh, I, I, I don't even think I could be in the same room with these people right now. Like I literally, I mean, not like I would lose, like I would, I just would walk, I would walk away very, I would, I would open the door and leave. And uh, I, I, I can't even, I can't even stomach them talking. Like I can't even, you know, and, and I'm like, do I want to put myself in a realm where I have to debate these people? Uh, yes, do I want to put do. myself into a no? Uh-uh. Yeah, you do. You know, and this is my argument, right? Like, and this is what I tell people. Like, it's just a story, Rogan. dude. It's a story. We can dissolve that thing and, Sixty minutes. I'm telling you, we disappear uh, that I thing. I don't know. I don't know. But You're the you guy. know what? You look at Joe Rogan. I'm not comparing myself to Joe Rogan, but I'm just saying you got a guy with like millions of followers. Why doesn't he run for politics? Because he likes doing what he's doing. 
Amen. Right? Yeah, well, you got a point there. I can't argue that point. Right? And mm-hmm. and that's the thing. I'm like, I, 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 I'm not a po- politician. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I couldn't ever, oh, like, it makes me cringe just thinking about it. <laughs> like, the way Max even needs to keep a cool head, he does a pretty good job. I mean, yeah. he, he lets his thoughts roll on yeah, Twitter and stuff, good. and I respect mm-hmm. him for it. Mm-hmm. But look, look where look where being honest got Randy Hillier. Mm-hmm. Look where it got him. I feel the pain. We both you know do. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Look look where it got him. He's like a conspiracy theorist, laughed at in the house. He, do I want that for my life? Do mm-hmm. I? No. Like, I, I have no interest in that, working with these maniacs. None. Period. <laughs> I love it. I'll call them out. I'll call them out. Like, you get what I'm saying? Like, I do. I, I couldn't. I couldn't thrust myself into that world. I don't have the. Mm-hmm. I don't have the the patience for it. Mm-hmm. Like, I just don't. I'm a no-nonsense person. When I listen to these debates in the House, I want to jump through my TV, grab the liberal, pin him on the ground, and be like, answer the frickin' question, you dickhead. <laughs> I love it. And I listened, I listened to that House speaker, useless human being. I have no idea what they're even alive for. Sitting up at the front, right? And, and he just listens to all this, and you know and listens to the nonsense answers and it just it's a clown show i can't you know what i mean like you can see me getting worked up about it this is what hannah's like this is nothing like when i was going the other day Hannah's like, wow you really hate liberals and i'm like it's not hate it's just the level of stupidity makes my brain want to explode and i can't i can't process it right so i i don't have the constitution for it for for politics um, I know, I trust me, I get it. As far as, you know, like just the impact I seem to be having. I mean, number one, those 10,000 people, maybe a thousand are from Canada and they're from all over Canada oh. and the rest are from Australia and UK and oh, from all shit, over the place. Eh? Wow. Right? Impressive. Oh yeah. Well, no, they're all over. Yeah. Okay. I mean, hmm. I, I think I, I counted, I, I, where's everybody from and i went through and like a thousand fifteen hundred people commented where they were from this was like two years ago when this first happened and i i counted like i can't remember how many places but it was like 60 countries or something wow. like that Dude, that i'm I connected gotta, to just I in gotta, those 10 i gotta get on this page i didn't even know you had a page i'm just i'm just grateful that you're my friend well, and, no, no, uh, that's, you that's had to make Facebook room. Page. You, you're so that, full you, of friends, Jim. You, to, you, you Jim, to... you are on my page. That is my th- that's my Facebook page. Yeah, but that's five thousand. You can't have ten thousand. No, I have five thousand friends. Yeah, that's my max. Okay. But then people can follow me. Oh, so so you I got have another five thousand followers. No, I, yeah. So I, I'm at five thousand friends, and then I have ninety six hundred friends or something or followers. Oh, so you got fifteen thousand in total then. I don't know because I probably yeah, no, because 5, here's, uh, let me tell you how it works. If they friend request you, they automatically follow you. If you if you can't accept them as friends, they stay as a follower. So you got 5000 friends and 10,000 followers. To 15, oh, really? Yeah. OK. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I didn't know that. I always thought it was just the 5000 are automatically following you. And then there's another maybe 4500 on top of that. I wasn't well, sure. Maybe you're right. You might have a point there because some of the people that you're friends with also follow you as well. But I don't think they show up as followers for some reason. 
I think they're maybe the not. Yeah. I, don't, I don't. Maybe I could just check that by checking my friends list and see if they're followers too. I guess. Mm-hmm. But how many I'll people just, have you uh, unfollowed over the last couple of years? I mean, I just don't. I don't block people. Uh, or very many rarely. Have, how many have, have unfollowed me? How no, many? Have how many have you unfollowed that you don't want to see their stuff on the top of your page anymore? You know what? Not a lot. I mean, even some close people that I've grown up with, like mm-hmm. from church and all that stuff. Like I've definitely unfollowed all them. Mm-hmm. Um, not even on, I, I've unfriended them. Like at some point I was just like, you know, um, I just can't like, we are so different. Like you would watch like Jim, you know, I mean, after seeing what we've seen the last two years mm-hmm. and those people watching, they would watch me lose my job and get dragged out of work and put into poverty on food stamps and be like, well, choices have consequences, honey. You know, like that's their attitude. Like get, get jabbed so you don't lose your job. And then you're like, yeah, but I have, there's a whole lot of, to unpack there, but why I'm not, do you care about that? Or are you just worried that I'm not getting jabbed and you're going to watch me lose my job and watch me lose my, like these people would watch you get dragged onto a rail car and gassed. Okay. So I unfollow them. Because I and I just block because there's people out there, man, that there's there's no level that they won't go mm-hmm. none to follow the system. Like there is none. Like they are terrified that they could be getting lied to. Mm-hmm. Terrified. Like they follow the rules as they're laid out by their government, and that's it. Like they've trusted them their whole life. They don't know I did too. Right. But something clicked with me two years ago and now I don't like you're allowed to like, you know, if, if you have a babysitter. OK. And that babysitter babysits for you for 10 years. OK. And then one day out of the blue, that babysitter does something bad to your kids. Right. Use your imagination. Right. You're allowed to not trust that person anymore. OK. <laughs> like that's just the way it works. Right. You can't. You're allowed. You know, and, and so many people that I know just can't not trust the public health system or the government or the, they, you know, and you try to get it through to them that like, listen, you know, so many people that got jabbed, right? And they say, but I trust pharmaceuticals, right? Or I mean, I trust, I trust jabs, right? I've always gotten jobs. Like when I was younger and I'm like, this isn't the same right? You know that. We've talked about this a hundred times. It's not the same as when you were a kid, right? It's not the same. It's a whole different ball of wax, right? But they can't, they can't, they just can't cross that threshold, right? They just can't. So they want to stay there. And because it, it it's terrifying for them, I think. And uh, one, one thing I can say though, man, is, you know, one thing that keeps me on Facebook, like definitely we're in an echo chamber, right? I'm in an echo chamber. I believe that wholeheartedly. I post, I understand that. Like if I get a thousand likes, it's all people that I know are going to like it. It's all people, you know, there's a lot of people that I don't know down below that I'm not friends with. And, you know, and, and I think every day, I just hope that there's one person that sees a post of mine that goes, I never thought about that before. Mm, Amen. Right. Like I just, I, and that's the only thing that keeps me going. Right. And some people go, you're not going to change the asleep anymore. And I'm like, I don't know. I hope so. That's why I got into politics. 
I mean, that's exactly why I was a Green Party guy, because I wanted to, to build in. Well, I was hopeful that by me being on stage and by debating other politicians that because I knew I was never going to win, that I could make them consider something they didn't consider before they saw me on stage and make them laugh at the same time. So I ran every election with the idea that I was never going to win because I never ran for a party where I had a shot. And uh, that was my whole underlying commitment. And it's still my underlying commitment. I say I want to drag people into my anger, but it's still my underlying commitment on social media because I'm hoping that someone will go, shit, I learned something from that post. Like that's... That, that's the only that's the best gift we can give right well see so it's twofold right so i you know i'm i'm glad that people resonate with what i say i'm grateful for that right that it and number one it's great because i know i'm not alone anymore you know what i mean like i feel for people that post and some some of the people that follow me i mean they'll post and they've been posting for two years and they and they won't get any likes or they'll get one like or if they get one person come on they'll be like you're stupid you know, and yet they keep posting and keep posting. And I'm like, man, alive, like I'm blessed, right? I feel so fortunate that I can Definitely. put a thought out there mm-hmm. and that it resonates with like Amen. two, three, four, five, six hundred people, a thousand people, whatever. Like it's encouraging for me. And right. you know what? To say that it doesn't make me feel good mm-hmm. that a bunch of people resonate with me, I'd be right. lying. Of right. course, it makes me feel good. Right. Right. But not in the, ooh, look at me sense, but in the, holy crap, I'm grateful sense, right? That so many people resonate with the way I think. Yeah, right. It convinces you and, you're on the right path. Right. And and um, so anyway, and then and then the other part of that is that, you know, like I said, I mean, I, I'm in a unique spot where I have like a lot of friends who are jabbed, I said, I said earlier, you know, who haven't disowned me for my views right? Like we're still friends. They won't engage on my, on my, they're there. They're on, they're on, as far as I know, they haven't unfollowed me, right? They're still there. I love these people, Jim, more than I can express, right? We camp with them all summer. They're salt of the earth people, man. We just love them. Like I love their kids. I love them. I love like, you know, and, and I always, every time I post every time, you know, this two years now, I think about these guys constantly because I love them. Right. And I hope that they're reading them and I, and I'm, and I'm kind of helping them see things, you know, another way, right. The way that I truly, I mean, I wouldn't be doing what I, what I'm doing as you wouldn't be if we didn't 100% believe that what we thought was true. Amen. Right. It's, 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 and, it's a fight against the false narrative and you can call it evil. You can call it whatever you want, but I mean, I call it a false narrative because that's what we're being sold. But like, it, that's yeah. the, the greatest compliment. The, our greatest accomplishment can be to wake someone up, to red pill them, to make them see the light, you know, so that they're not asleep anymore. Help wake them up. Well, even just a little bit, you know, and, and I'll tell you, I'll, I'll tell you the last election at the end of the summer. Um, can you hear me, by the way? Yeah, I was just I was laughing to myself because it's a, it's we're an hour and a half now. Holy crap. <laughs> but anyway. Um, 
no, at the end of the summer, you know what? All, all these all these people that ended up getting jobbed and whatever, and I was really, really alone, right? Like very alone. I, I Hannah, not so much. She's like solid all the time. I'm that emotional basket case all the time. She's like a bloody, I don't know. She's just a rock, right? Wow. Like she doesn't budge. No, you. she is. Like she knows what she believes. She doesn't apologize for it. She doesn't feel the need to you know, do what I do. But I mean, she's just solid. So I mean, I anyway, I mean, that support system here is just phenomenal. Right. Mm -hmm. And, but anyway, I, I, I remember being, you know, around my around my friends one time who all got it. And I mean, I can't travel, I can't do anything. I can't, you know, go to restaurants at the time. I can't, you know, whatever. And they're all laughing about normal everyday things in life. And I'm sitting there like around the fire, and I'm pretty down. Right. Because I'm like, they don't even care. Like I'm their friend. I'm whatever. But like, do they? They don't even care, right? Because they got it. They can do everything, mm -hmm. right? And you know, so that got me really down. But um, you know, it it just doesn't it doesn't matter. You know, I mean, we just got to keep going on. And and uh, I I love them to death. I think there's definitely a blindness here. I don't know if it's a spiritual blindness. I don't know if it's uh, it definitely some, is. I, I don't know what it is. I, I, I really don't. But I mean, you know, I think um, as, as, as long as I feel called to do what I'm, I'm doing here, I'm going to do it. And as, yeah. as long as I feel like I, uh, you know, I'm, I may be impacting somebody. Mm -hmm. You know what, man? You know how many posts I see being connected to so many people? You know how many people go, I'm not going to live. I don't want to live anymore. Someone will just post on Facebook. I don't want to live anymore. I can't, I can't do this anymore. Right. And in a way I get kind of like, uh, I mean, I don't want to hear that right now. Like I just can't, you know, but anyway, but it just goes to show you they have problems. This is what this, this response has done yeah. to people. Right. Yeah, They know. might have already been borderline on the edge mm -hmm. of life. You know what I mean? Like wanting to off themselves might've lost everything. And, you know, and, and how many, I, you know what, probably two dozen over the last two years of people just I'm connected to who said they want to kill themselves. Yeah. You strangers, know, you gotta strangers. Balance, right? You got to balance that stuff out. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, I've been pretty fortunate with a strong constitution and, and half decently good mental health. It's not perfect all the time, but, um, <laughs> Who's is, man? you know, it's, um, you know, my mother yeah. would say, um, Jimmy, who cares who the mayor is? You can't change anything. Go to work. That's the only thing that's going to satisfy you is by paying your bills. So stop it. And you know what? You look at social media and you go, one day, maybe I'll just wake up and you go, you know what? I don't care. You know what's important? My wife in the next room and my three kids and the roof over my head and it'll all work out. I'm forgetting Max Bernier. I'm forgetting the all of it because... Who cares? And the final analysis. I mean, you got to balance that with, you know, your 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 prayers of going back to the ignorance and bliss of not caring. You know, like, I mean, you know, there's no going back. Like there is no going back, <laughs> right? But hey, like you never know. God could take it from you in a second. Hey, you could wake I mean, up yeah, one, one day and go, you know black. what? I don't care anymore. I'm done. I'm over. If I had the option for one of those little men in black like yeah, memory yeah. wipe things, I'd be all over that. But <laughs> no, I would. But I mean, yeah, you know, I mean, once you're red pilled, you're red pilled, and there's no going back. But I, 
you know, but as long as I can help, you know, even, you know, I guess that's what I think too, right? I mean, do I give a little bit of hope to those people, mm-hmm. right? Who are ready to like off. And this is where I said, like, I feel like I have an obligation. And I mean, it does, I don't say it to be arrogant or, or, you know what I mean? I think a lot of those, these people just hanging on need a friend. Right. And I'm like, if I could be that to people, you know, just anyway, this is just psychotic, right? It's all psychotic. And, and you know what, Jim, you know, like for, I, I don't even think I care anymore. You know, like, we're selfish. We're the selfish ones, right? I would give anybody everything I have if it would save them. You know, like, I don't, this, this is what people get. They think we're the, the most selfish people in the world for our stance, right? And I think that all my friends see that's not true. They know I would give, you know, like I'd give the shirt off my back to anybody, to them, to, you know, so they, they hear what, Trudeau saying we're misogynists and we're racists and we're white supremacists and whatever. How can any normal person listen to this idiot and not just melt down and call to have him arrested? You know what I mean? Like, and this guy's the prime minister of our country, you know? So at some level, I think like I do feel obligated, not just for the people that I'm friends with on there, but like just for my country, for my kids, for my like if Trudeau says something stupid, like I feel like there's not enough people up here in my area and stuff that are listening to what this lunatic is saying. So I'm like, okay, I mean, I'll, I'll jot it down and hopefully like some people, you know, some people hear it and and, and it helps in some way i don't know like i feel like i'm a lone wolf up here like out of like hundreds of thousands of people in the north and sudbury and timmins and north bay and whatever i mean i haven't can i'm friends with a lot of people from there but i don't know any other like kind of social who I'd like to connect with them if there are so we can kind of join forces I guess but anyway but as far as the politics goes I just want to like I mean maybe one day you know but I want to just kind of keep doing what I do like right now because I find I I have like a decent balance without losing my like absolutely losing my mind where like I can work I can look after my family I can try to inform people as best I can and, and, you know, give people a laugh once in a while and, you know, whatever. But as far as the politics go, man, I I feel like it would ruin what I got going because I think it would make me angry. I think it would make me like, you know what I mean? I I think I'm more help to people. You become a villain instantly. Right. And, And I think for the people that I'm friends with that I'm, that are kind of on the fence, I give them a safe spot to kind of like, you know, read my stuff and, and, and kind of be able to, Oh, that's what I was going to say about last summer. I found out that like over 50% of my friends who I would have never thought were voting for PPC. They all admitted it to me because they could tell I was like, you know, I was just having a crappy weekend and uh, they all admitted to me that they were voting PPC. We need some balance back and they're all jab. They're all whatever. And it like, I honestly, I called my wife and I, was, I think I like burst out in tears. I, I just thought they were all liberals because we don't talk politics at all. 
I know they're still friends with me. I know they, they see what I post and we're still able to have a good rapport and stuff. But like when they told me they were voting PPC, so it was so stupid. I get emotional over it, wow. but that was very meaningful because yeah, I sure. love these people. Right. Yeah. And, and, and what that tells me, I don't, I don't know if I had an impact on them. Maybe I did. We didn't go that far. They didn't say like, we're doing it because you know, like, well, I think Max benefited from, uh, a certain portion of the population, the electorate, I'll call them, that was just pissed off and, and they just didn't want the, the status quo anymore. And he was the best. I think so, too. Guy I, well, like one guy said it perfectly out there. He said, we need some balance back. Mm. He's like, usually I would vote liberal, but the liberal NDP block, like they've gone all left, mm-hmm. like far left. And Hard. now even the conservatives mm-hmm. are where the le- liberals kind of should be. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, you know, Bill Maher and these guys, right? Like they're like kind of your true liber- libertarians. Mm-hmm. They're even kind of siding with the conservatives now because the left is gone. Like oh, they're yeah. just out left field. And, and God God bless guys like Bill Maher because he's one of the few guys that is in show business and in Hollywood where, you know, the corruption is so deep and, the, you know, the, you know, Disney and all this kind of stuff where he will call the left out and go, you guys are insane. Like He's still a liberal. <laughs> But I love when the liberals come on board and go, you guys have gone mad. And I, was oh, like, I, I still hate like 90% of or 80% of what he says, but yeah. I, I give him full credit. Mm-hmm. I, I love like, I mean, I love his delivery. Mm-hmm. I love his like when he's talking, I mean, he's a raging atheist and stuff too. So like, we yeah. just don't see, and he's very disrespectful. And he's still, of, one of, he's one of the last guys that's actually still got uh, like his comedy chops. Like he's actually funny still. Like you know, like Bill uh, Jimmy Fallon used to be funny. He's not funny. Oh, they're funny all anymore. gone. They're all, all the all the all Hollywood weird people are gone. You got I mean, uh, Louis, Louis C.K. and uh, Ricky Gervais. I mean, those are the last. Oh, Ricky Gervais is still good. Oh, Ricky yeah. Gervais is yeah, still and, good. And uh, you know, Rogan's still good, and Burt Kreischer's still good. And these are the guys that have the 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 courage to say it because it's funny, man. We forgot how to laugh at ourselves. And everybody gets well, so Well, see, and what sensitive. I love is that they're not restrained by politics. Like I was saying earlier, like, why doesn't Bill Maher run for politics? Why doesn't Ben Shapiro run for politics or Joe Rogan or wherever? And I'm like, because they're not restrained by this establishment, whatever. And I don't want that either. Mm, I like just being able point. to say what I say. I can come and go as I please. Good point. I could go a week without posting if I want. I can, you know what I mean? do a flurry in a few days if i want mm-hmm. you know what i mean like i just that's the type of person i am i don't like being locked down that's why i'm in sales you're probably the same way right mm-hmm. i mean i just don't like being locked into anything i don't like because my mind changes like things change so fast hmm. like and just things have been moving so fast in the last couple of years right I mean, like, holy smokes, I, I, I just, you know, maybe I just feel handcuffed if I, if I join something, maybe there's more to mm. it than just wanting to keep doing exactly what I'm doing, you know, but yeah. there's just a lot involved in it. Right. And so maybe one day I'm never going to say never, but, um, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see where the timing is. Everything. We'll see where this timing storm is. Everything, my yeah. But, uh, anyway, yeah, I, I should get running here. Too. Oh, so, uh, thank God. I am soaking wet over here. I gotta have a drink. It's going to take <laughs> you. You don't have to... an air conditioner or something. Uh, yeah, but I mean, you got to run that thing all day and man, money's tight. Okay. But by the time, 
By the time Trudeau makes it okay for you and your family to fly, I'll have a villa to put the family up in. So, you know, I, uh, I, wa- I want to get with you. I want to be one of those guys that sits around the campfire and uh, busts your balls and is able to love your <laughs> wife from a distance. She sounds like a rock. And we will do this again. I want to have part two. And I really appreciate you, you know. And, you know, I left my ego at the door when you said, hey, I'm just, I'm not feeling it. I'm not putting myself out there right now like that. And I'm like, fuck, dude, do I know the feeling? Like, you know, and it takes a man to go, hey, I'm taking care of me right now. I'm talking about the first time I approached you and said, hey, let's do a show. You know, you're just. Yeah, the first time you asked me to come on, I just wasn't in a, yeah. I mean, and and to be honest with you, man, I was angry. That was one of those times where I'm like, I don't want to talk because I'm just angry, Mm -hmm. right? Like, I'm not coming at this from like a very neutral kind of level playing field kind of. Mm -hmm. My head was, you know, it was like probably anger, a bit of depression, Mm -hmm. a bit of, you know. And I'm like, that was a time where I just wanted to quit it all. And I I could tell you, like, the amount of times that I got done with high profile guests. I don't make any money at this. I love it. But how many times I come away from a conversation and go, well, that was great. Now, what am I doing this for? And, you know, you might think that we talked around in circles and jumped all over the place and we really didn't hit anything. But these are the type of conversations that light people up. These are the type of conversations that people go, I know John Lively now. I know where his heart's at. I know he loves God. I know his family's number one to him. And just hearing that I'm not alone makes a difference for me. So I love you, brother. I appreciate the time. And uh, like I said, you might not think it made a difference. And include, I put myself in that position as well because I'm hard on myself. You know, I've never had an intro like that before. I can't wait. I'm going to post that tonight. That's going to yeah, that, that was hilarious. That was so one of the best intros not, ever. It just, it, it just wouldn't stop. It just kept never had it going and echoing and it was pretty funny it was great anyways anyway much i respect, appreciate it dude. all right brother i'm gonna do a hard cut and get out of here and get myself a rum and coke and a shower look at this yeah oh like, that's dude I, I, i'm gonna have a beer yeah you're just you're gross you know okay jim all right brother thanks thanks right. a lot brother talk again soon take care all right ciao. yeah